That'd be my boyfriend. Happier playing his dopey Star Trek game with his friends than hanging out with me. Wars. What? Star Wars, they get all cranky when you mix the two up. Well, what's the difference? There is absolutely no difference. <laughs> Okay, here I am on take two <laughs> of recording an interview with Christopher Buckley, Star Wars. But we're here in the Lighthouse Cinema for Spoilerama, um, preparing for the midnight screening of the latest Star Wars film, Rogue One. And Christopher Buckley, who I've just interviewed on a recording that didn't work, has kindly agreed to talk to me again. So, Christopher, can I ask you a really surprised question? What was the first Star Wars film you ever saw? Well, the very first one I ever saw, Mick, was Empire Strikes Back. That's the answer you gave last time. Oh, yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the first one I ever saw was Empire Strikes Back because they were re being re-shown on TV. Uh, still recording. <laughs> and they were being re-shown on TV uh, one week after another. My dad recorded all three, but I was too sick to watch New Hope, so he showed me Empire for the first time. And, uh, again, it's the one that everyone calls the best. It's not my favourite. My favourite will always be a New Hope because, uh, as I said already, it's, as I said... They don't know that. <laughs> okay. Uh, ret retraction uh, because it is uh, the most rewatchable in my eyes so you can rewatch it over and over again and it never gets boring and uh, that, not to say that Empire Strikes Back or Return of Jedi get boring they're still great films but uh, A New Hope or as it was called Star Wars back in 77 it will always be the most rewatchable well speaking of boring I imagine Phantom Menace was the first one you saw in the cinema. Yeah, during a re-release, apparently. <laughs> you were actually, wet, you'd, it was known at that time what sort of quantity it was. I was still a kid. My dad took me to see it because he went to see the first, he went to see all the stream because my dad went to see the originals when he came back. My dad likes the prequels for someone who saw the originals, which is a shocker. <laughs> and uh, I know when I was a kid, I didn't, I didn't mind. It was entertaining. Now I grow up. It's not the worst of the tree. That, that'll always be Attack of the Clones. Why would you say that? Like, I mean, I would agree. Well, it doesn't have Jar Jar Binks. Like, New Hope, or not New Hope, uh, Phantom Menace has Jar Jar Binks, which is just, makes it unbearable to watch, I would say now. Uh, well, here's the thing, right? I rewatched all six movies before Force Awakens last year. We, I went and went to my friend's house. We marathoned all six on Blu-ray. Phantom Menace is not a good film, but there are moments in Phantom Menace that are very entertaining. There's the pod race. There's some pretty entertaining action sequences, and the one thing I like about it is that there's still some good practical effects there. There's still some effects that hold up, and the final lightsaber fight is thrilling. Attack of the Clones is overly CGI'd, nonsense, boring, romance, pointless romance. The only part of that film that was actually anything good was that Christopher Lee was in it. And as a person who grew up watching Hammer with my dad, I was so excited to see him in it. He doesn't show up until over an hour in and he just feeds exposition. He does nothing. It's a waste of one of the best actors of all time and it ends so anticlimactically and it, it, it tries to keep telling you, oh yeah, there's a, there's a mystery to who the clo cloak figure is. It's Palpatine, we get it. <laughs> Well, Revenge of Sith then recovered a bit from that, but this, this is now the one that everyone is hyped up about. Um, okay, we won't talk about The Force Awakens because we just signed out. That is a great film, but you love that one? I did. I think it had, it, I know a lot of people say it, it played it safe, it did what it needed to, it reintroduced people, played it safe. It, it, a lot of people call it a bit too similar to A New Hope, which I do agree with, but I feel it, it played it safe. It said, okay, we're going to reintroduce the, origi uh, the original series back to these people. We're going to give them what they want, which is the old, not the new. And when they get used to it and get a bit tired of the old, now we're going to do something new, which is Rogue One, the new trilogy, and the standalone films. 
So you're looking forward to Rogue One anyway, which we're about to see in about 20 minutes. The reason I'm excited for Rogue One is three reasons. One, it's filling in the gaps of, sto of stories that we've already seen before, but stories that I feel do need to be told. The other reason, and now this is coming from someone who watches the anime, who is such, this is coming from a person who's a Star Wars fan. I watch the animated Star Wars shows because they're great. If you haven't seen the Clone Wars, it's 10 times better than the prequels. It's set between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Five to six seasons, absolutely brilliant. And what's great about this is there's a character from the Clone Wars named Saul Guerrero, who's played by Forrest Whitaker in this movie. They are bringing a character from the Clone Wars into this movie. I am um, the minute they announced that I, I, I any other reason I don't even care Darth Vader's in it now they're bringing a character from the Clone Wars who I love into live action I cannot wait for this movie so <laughs> okay well hopefully we'll catch up with you after what screen what time is your screen yours is quarter past quarter past it's quarter past 12 okay thank you very much Chris enjoy the film Welcome back to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski, and we've just come out of Rogue One. And oh my God, <laughs> where do I start with this? Well, we can't give too much away. So we'll basically talk about the experience of seeing it. This is an, a midnight screen, the first showing, certainly in Dublin. Yeah. And what was it like? We went to separate screenings, about ten minutes apart. What was it like for yours? My cinema was fairly subdued. Big cheer at the start, but after that, what about really? you? Really, they didn't cheer at the like not when the movie started anyway. Well, but, they, there um, were certain parts in it where they did cheer, which we can't give away because I did cheer as well at certain parts. They for cheered. Well, when well, it's just a surprise as well as everything else. And it was a big round of applause for a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, which I'd expect. No, no one applauded on our one. Okay. We just had the crazy dude at the start. What was that? <laughs> John's laugh. <laughs> you see, John got up in the middle of the cinema. This would be Mr. Marina. And he good. just and he just said, <laughs> "Let me get this audience pumped up." And he said, "Who's ready for Star Wars?" And everyone's like, "Yeah!" No, it's actually one of the crazy dudes that was sitting in front of us. <laughs> right, crazy dudes at a Star Wars film. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, yeah. What a weird right. screen. Well, did you enjoy the film? Yeah, definitely enjoyed the film. It was um, something else. Right. Well, you're a big Star Wars fan anyway, long-standing, aren't you? Yes. So did yeah. it meet your expectations? It, yeah, it went beyond that. I really, really liked it. I have to admit, it, it, mm. it was a very, very good film. Because it wasn't actual Star Wars, but it was at the same time. Yeah. It was a, a, a story, like... Part. I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, it's a separate entity. Yeah. It is like the idea is Chris was saying this to me before the film, I've heard it before. It's filling in the gap between Revenge of the Sith and A yeah. New Hope. Now, I wasn't aware there was a gap, but clearly there is. This is effectively what happens between the two, leading right up to yeah. the start of A New Hope and literally right up to it. Like it is just. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, not giving too much away, but that is known. And people will like the ending oh I, I love the ending yeah, I, I mean and like even the ending regardless of the Star Wars connection at the ending just the way it was all done mm. it was very beautiful yeah. it was really touching the CGI is amazing it is yeah. and because it just you forget it's CGI You're caught, you know it has to be artificial yeah, fake, be but you get caught up yeah. in, in this world and the way it's done and I was con conscious of like it's standalone you're never going to see any of these characters again 
because they're from the old Star Wars universe, if you like. They're never yeah. going to appear again. So any one of them could die or disappear, all of them even, if you want. So you don't know. There's always that edge throughout the whole yeah, way. Exactly. So it really added to the tension of it. Yeah, not only that, but I think, coming back to the CGI, um, I kept thinking throughout the film as well, um, how did George Lucas did that at the time these films came out? Yeah. Special effects. I thought that was amazing just comparing to this one. Because that one was more or less seamless as well for the time it was it certainly well certainly before he tampered with it and messed it up with the special edition it was always like breathtaking effects yeah yeah so it, at some parts i did think though is he playing with legos and just like close up and legos because <laughs> it did look like it um but no i thought it was it was um, very well made and cinematography was very beautiful as yeah. well even though a lot of it was probably what green screens. And yeah, but but all it's that, it's but beautifully constructed. Yes, it's planned. Exactly, like yeah, I yeah. mean, the scenes that are on land and like on, on a beach almost, or the palm trees and so on, were very beautiful to look at. Mm. Again, as you said, it's probably CGI. What struck me particularly, I was laughing all the time. It's probably the only one in the audience who was. Um, that the plans have to be rescued from a place called Scarif. Remember that? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know, but there is a small town in Clare called Scariff. That's good. They filmed it there because they do. No, film it in they, d- they didn't film it in Scariff. I could tell you, but whenever they were saying things like "We must go to Scariff," I was probably. It's like for, for, for you to imagine it. It's like to say we must go to Gory or right. Greystones to place the plans are on Greystones Greystones is a very important city in Dublin absolutely Do and I'm sure I'm, I'm not making fun of it I'm not making fun of Scarif either I hasten to add or anywhere in Clare um, but that leaves me what did you think of the humour in the film I thought some of it was very funny it was good but it was also a bit cliche-ish really of the little robots always being funny and all that yeah you know but I mean? he was very good this time he was I mean at the start I thought it was a bit like not forced but trying to mm. a bit too hard but then after that you kind of just leave it you don't want to keep holding on to these little things you just want to enjoy the film so I just yeah. it um, yeah so no I thought I thought it was the humour was very good okay I think it, no yeah no, I, do, I do like it yeah, yeah. Uh, was it better than you expected overall the film yes definitely really? oh definitely yeah better than I expected because I didn't know when I saw the reviews of the critics already saying that it was best thing the best thing since um, empire strikes back i thought jesus it has a lot to <laughs> a lot to live up to, to with live that up yeah. To, yeah but i think it did kind of it's not i don't think it is the best thing well i don't know i don't know I no i think i think it's a good solid yeah. entertainment yeah. in itself there's a lot in it to enjoy it's, i enjoyed it the whole way through i wouldn't put it on the same classic status as the original three yeah um, new hope yeah. empire jedi because they were films you they are classics in say yeah. I don't see this as that I see it very similar to a Phantom Menace or not Phantom Menace um, Phantom or the last one The Empire Awakens mm. is not but the Force what was the last one called Force Awakens Force Awakens so did Awakens? I did yeah because I thought it was Mick bad Mick is a huge fan don't yeah I'm not exactly well I was I saw it before you did and before you were born I'm so, not surprised thank you <laughs> <laughs> so yes I would say that this led up is as good as that one the force awakens it's a very enjoyable film i wouldn't be buying it or collecting it or anything like that but i would still i think it would make an interesting double bill with a new hope the yeah. one that it follows immediately after well yeah but now they're doing all these films apparently just to um i don't know if they're going to do a sequel to, no not going to do a sequel because uh, new hope is kind of the sequel to this one right, yeah, yeah. The but they, they're going to keep doing that now 
or spin-offs. films, yeah, and, like, into the because apparently they they have how many six for Han Solo now? Um, oh yes, of course they're making Han Solo early Han Solo yeah, films or something. Things, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I heard. I don't know how I feel about that yet. You'll still go and see them. Well, go and see Obvious, one and just yeah, see how yeah, they pan out. Obviously, yeah, but I, I don't know. Um, or the exaggeration, I don't know. Like well, no, they're, like they're the definitely making... Thing again. You know, yeah, like they're just coming up with films. Yeah, trying to, to milk it dry. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I was conscious of that. I was watching this one. I was thinking that they could do anything they wanted here and it's still going to be a hit. Like true, people are going true, to go and see yeah. it, and oh, they, it wasn't get just they'll, that. They'll, they'll, get, they'll get their money back anyway yeah. because people they're always will going go to get an audience. Yeah. But I mean, they still did go beyond the limit. So, like, I mean, it's it's a very entertaining. There's some things which we can't reveal that really blew me away. You can't reveal anything. Really I know because we get killed. We'll be yeah. on hit lists or death lists if we say anything about it. It's just it's a very good film. We yeah. highly recommend it. And do you have an annoying character in this one? I and you can't be, have to be very careful who it is. No, I actually don't have any annoying character. Mm. Um, I thought all of them were very good. Yeah, very well developed. Yeah, very, very good. Um, the robots and everything, and even the connections of other um, Star Wars characters. Yeah, I liked and that. And they weren't forced on you. Yeah. They were br- they were part of the plot. Yeah, they were meant to be there. Some of them that were beloved characters from other films just appeared in like the corner of the screen. Yeah. And you only noticed when they talked or whatever. And it was just... It was just Nice and uh, b- and yet they weren't token yeah. they were actually part of the story part of the script they blended in okay unconscious of lights are going off around us here so um we'll finish up there that's been our rogue one preview yes <laughs> yes i have <laughs> so are you willing to go woohoo in a public cinema well there's no one here but john okay then do woo who thank you